Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome. Call in at 917-889-2693. That's 917-889-2693. We got the chat room open. Go to the chat room. Uh, All of our friends are there. Sister Sirius, Safe Pet Haven, Guinness, Boo Boo. Hi, y'all. How y'all doing? Um, Laura, are you there? I'm here. Welcome, everyone. And you're in a... Uh, how's everything going? You know, I wasn't it uh, Stormy's birthday, or was that a picture from Storm? Oh, it was Stormy's birthday a while ago, and I think you had sent me a photo of Stormy's birthday. No, that was not Storm's birthday. I didn't read the email. I don't think. Oh, I no, thought. No, I'm just kidding. So listen, this is the coolest hmm. thing ever. Okay, you ready for this? Ready. Okay, so. So I had a professional photographer take Stormy's picture. Her name is Grace Chone, and her website is shinepetphotos.com. She's awesome, shinepetphotos.com. So she submitted, like, I think she said, like, 100 photos to Leaning Tree, which is a a greeting card company. Mm -hmm. And they chose Stormy's picture to put on a greeting card. (gasps) <gasps> oh, oh! I see it now. Now I'm seeing it. Yeah, so Stormy is on a greeting card. Is it? And, are you serious? Yes. Like and anyone can order this. What did you say? Anyone can buy this card. Anyone can buy that card. <gasps> oh, it's so cute. It's I love this packet, photo. You know, like you, they sell it in stores in one of those group packets. Oh, my gosh. Storm King. It's the coolest. And so on the car, just for all of you, so I can give you a visual of my cute little Storm King, he's doing, like, he's he's sitting up and he's doing, like, a wave or a shake. And he's smiling because Grace has giving him treats, and he just totally <laughs> fell in love with Grace. And, and the card says, sit, shake, Good. Now open this card. And then on the inside it says, See, you can teach an old dog new tricks. Happy birthday. It's funny, I think. Uh, Laura? Yeah. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, I think we like it cut out for a second, so we didn't hear you. Well, for all of our listeners, you can go into our chat room. I put the link in there, so you can check it out. Um, the link is in the chat room, so open that up. And it's so cute. Storm, how does Stormy feel about this? Oh, he loved it. So when, well, you know, when I first saw it, he like totally loved it, and I was all excited. But when when Grace first told us that Stormy was on a card. Mm-hmm. He was like, he was so ungrateful. He was like, well, my mom is going to write a book with all the things that I say in it. <laughs> and I was like, Stormy, that's not polite. Say, like, how cool this is. <laughs> we wanted to write a book and have Grace's photos in it and, like, things that Stormy says. So Stormy was a little bit offended at first that his actual quotes were not on the card. I see. I see. But um, but he's completely over that now that it's in print. Good. And you know what, Storm? It's like, it, I think it's really cool. Like, not a lot of, you know, people and animals get to be on birthday or greeting cards. I so, know, right? It's a cool thing. That's and, pretty cool. And I told him that they picked him out of all these different different pets. Yeah, yeah, it's true. That's it's so honest. cool. I think it's really cool. Well, everybody check it out. I think uh, I'm definitely going to buy this card. 
Yeah, you can personalize it. That's what Stormy and I are doing. We're going in, we're, we're putting something that Stormy says on the inside. That is so neat. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I'm actually in Oregon and Eugene today. I know last week I think I was in Chicago. This week I'm in, was that last week I was in Chicago? Yeah. And this week I'm in Oregon. I'm like traveling all around. <laughs> I know you're all over the place. I'm all over the place. Well, but today you didn't bring any, you didn't bring any of your pets, did you? On your no, no, because I've been flying. They're not able to fly, so. Oh, you didn't drive. I thought you drove. No, no, we flew. If I drove, I would have brought them with me. Right. You would yeah. fly Aloha underneath, couldn't you? I mean, underneath it's your. Actually, seat. quite big. Really. Yeah, I tried to find a carrier for her, and her her size is just a little too big to go underneath. Ah, uh, bummer. Yeah, she's just, like, just a little bit too big, so unfortunately she can't. She'd have to go into, like, some special other area, which I wouldn't want to put her in, so. Oh, no, me neither. Yeah, <laughs> so unfortunately they're, but they're, you know, they're fine. They're at home with um, their well, with their dad and also with the pet sitter, and she's really sweet, so they have a good time with her. Oh, good. Yeah, and then I'm here actually reuniting with my old roommate, who I used to live with for eight years, and one of them being Penny the Chihuahua, and (laughs) she and I were roommates for about seven years. She's about, uh, I don't know, I think... Yeah, she's about 11 years old now. Oh, my gosh, seven years. That's a long time. I know. So (laughs) you want to check in with Penny and see how she's doing? Yeah, I'd like to check in with her and, you know, see how she feels about me and Sean coming to reunite with her and her parents. Hey, do we have permission from her parents? Her parents don't care, right? Yeah, no, they're in the other room listening. They don't care. (laughs) I just thought I'd have to ask, you know. Of course, yeah. No, they're okay with us talking to her. And uh, so, yeah, she's a little brown chihuahua, like a light brown chihuahua. And she's grown a lot of white hair now, I guess, because she's older. Yeah, she's all white hair now on her face. Well, she's saying something. I want to tell I that her voice has gotten more... More confident. Oh. And it's gotten a little bit more lovely. (laughs) I always felt like she was a good animal person. It feels so good to see her because I feel like everybody is so happy she's alive. I'll bet it's everybody's concern about how you got gave part of your liver. No, oh, right. Sensing, you know. Mhm. So much has changed, and I feel so much smarter. I'm way more bright. I'm also a way better eater, even though I have a sore tooth. Mm. Is that true? I don't know. I think we'd have to. Was she a eater before? I don't know. I don't know if she was or not. I can't remember. She said that you can tell Sean, don't worry, life will get better for you. It always does. What does that mean? I think he's a little sad. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. But it makes me laugh. I'm sorry. That's just me. Yeah, it's making me laugh that your friend is sad. I know, but it's just because it's Sean and he's goofy and it cracks me up. Sorry. He knows I love him. He's not really sad. (laughs) 
But <laughs> does she, I mean, she now lives with children, which she used to be the baby. Um, how does she feel with the kids and all the new, you know, her whole new life now? I feel extremely useful. Finally, I have something I can boss around a little bit. They really have to listen to me. And sometimes they sneak me little things. How old are they? Um, Like almost one, the younger one's almost two, and the other one's, I think, five. Oh, are they feeding her maybe something? I'm sure, um, well, I, I did witness. Oh, maybe, that, maybe that's why she's a better eater. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did witness the two-year-old throwing Cheerios on the floor this morning, so yeah. that could have been it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll bet you that's what the food thing was about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I, I saw her, I saw Penny um, snap at the little girl, not like biting, but like telling her, like, don't get too, you know, to, like, grab you with me kind of thing this morning. <laughs> so that was probably her, like, bossing her around or something. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. That's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> My parents are good parents, but sometimes I think they should put the babies to bed earlier. <laughs> They went to bed earlier. They'd be less cranky. You know what's funny? Her, their parents told me yesterday that Penny likes to go to bed early. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, and she like, like waits for them and gets kind of annoyed with them if they don't like, like go to bed with her. You know? <laughs> so that's funny. <laughs> wow. Cute, Penny. Well, it was nice to see you again, Penny, and thanks for being on the show with us. Wait. I want to tell I and Sean that when I see you, I smile. Aww. And I also can hear pretty good still. (laughs) I know good music when I hear it. saying that there's somebody that comes over that's terrible. (laughs) Somebody that comes over that's terrible? Who's that? A musician, I think. A musician? I wonder who that is. Do do her people play music? Um, Yeah, her dad plays music and her mom sings. I don't know. I mean, I don't think we want to actually go into that more deeper. Yeah. Do we? <laughs> no, I'll mention it to them. <laughs> well, let's get to some phone calls before we run out of time because we got a lot of people waiting here. Um, so, if you are the lucky one to be picked, because there's a ton of people, mm-hmm. um, what you want to do is tell us, go straight into who your animal is, uh, what type of animal species are they dead or alive what do they look like how old are they their names you know general information and let's stick to one theme so one question one theme you know we have a lot of colors so we have to kind of stick to one one little you know theme so here we go uh 9319 you are on the air who is your pet hi hi Okay, I didn't know if I was on with you guys. Sorry. Hi, I'm Sarah, and I'm calling for my dog, Styles, and um, I'm just starting myself with pet communication, so he has... Yeah, he has some physical things going on. Hi, Laura. Thank you, by the way. I've called in a long time ago, and it was really helpful. Um, Today, I'm trying to keep it short for you guys, so um, yeah, he has some physical stuff going on. He has a sore back, sore knees, and I think some trouble with his digestion, and I'd like to know if there's anything that he's communicating to me that I'm not getting well, you know? Okay. What does he look like? He's a pit mix, and he's black and brown brindle with a little white on the nose, little white on the chest. Okay. 
Sometimes I tell my mom that when I'm walking, my right leg and shoulder don't stretch as far. They're a little bit more sore. It's the front. Okay. And I tell my mom, you're really good at what you're doing. You don't need to get frustrated. Because <laughs> okay. you're really good at it. Aww. Like you understand me. I try. <laughs> he says that there's this one thing in his food he doesn't like. Do you feed him a mix of things? Well, I started putting MMS in his food. Oh, you think he doesn't like that? It might um, be the MMS. Yeah, maybe because it's in a powder? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's What, it's in a capsule? No, it's like liquid drops. Oh, it's liquid. Um, I'm trying to think, yeah, because it's like a taste. Uh, that would make somewhat sense, too, because... Because I thought it was, like, in just parts of the food. So if you're, like, squirting it and just, like, maybe it's not hitting all the food, huh? Yeah, so I right. do it. It's funny. I do it in drops, and I try not to mix it all in so he could avoid it if he wanted to. He doesn't like that. Okay, let me ask him if he doesn't like the taste or if he doesn't like how it feels. And okay. tell him what it is. Do you, have you been telling him what it's for? Not specifically, no. I told him I thought it might help with his belly, and it'll help prevent him getting any cancers or anything like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, it should help his back and everything, too. I would think, yeah, arthritis. Yeah. I don't like the taste of it. It tastes sour. Yeah, that's what I was worried about. Mom, I'm not sure if it's helping me. Okay. So, let's see. Did you pick that up from him at all? I had a feeling about the food, but I I feel like sometimes when I'm talking to him, he doesn't like to tell me when things are wrong. He doesn't want me to worry. Mm. Mm. Um, And how do do you feel that because of what you're getting from him via telepathy, or are you getting that because of his body language? He kind of shuts down telepathically, or he goes to some kind of wavelength or level that I can't connect with yet. Oh. Uh, Let me ask him. Sometimes I think she gets it, but she doesn't want it to be true. <laughs> okay. Okay. That makes sense. But let me ask you know, I have a cat that's sort of like that too, that she's like you know, she'll be like, I'm fine but like I look at her and I know she's not fine. Mm-hmm. Um so let me ask him if he's doing that to you and that you really wanna know. That it's important that he shares everything with you because if he doesn't share you can't correct it. Okay. He says, I share a lot. (laughs) Some things I think there's only so much we can do. Well, I also think that maybe that should be your decision, too, about how far you want to do something for him, you know? Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Because, I mean, I do massage. I do, like, tuning forks on him. I do, like, all kinds of stuff. Um, Oh, yeah, it's helped him a lot. And, um, yeah, so there are certain things where I'm like, should I be doing more? And I know I worry. And then he kind of, that's where I feel the shutdown happen. Oh, because he's feeling like you're doing all these things just to, like, maybe sort of just, like, really believe that the things that you're doing are working. Yeah, that's really, you know? really, really good advice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Okay. Thank you so much, Laura. I really appreciate it. I love the show, guys. You're doing a great job. Oh, thank you. Thanks for calling in. Thanks again. Bye. Well, well, this is a perfect uh, segue 
into our special guest, I think. Um, Sharon uh, is, Rosen is on the line. Hi, Sharon. Hi, Laura. How are you? Good. It's Sharon, right? No, it's Sharon. Oh, it is Sharon. I always thought it was Sharon. I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay, you had it right the first time. Yeah. Well, that was I who got it right. (laughs) (laughs) So, Sharon, um, tell us, you are a chiropractor who works both on people and animals. Is that correct? Right. That is correct, yeah. A lot of times the veterinarians will... We'll see that it's something that really the animal would benefit more by chiropractic, and uh, they'll make a rec- recommendation, and they were right. <laughs> wow. So tell us, like, how can, you know, how can chiropractics help animals? What kind of uh, common issues do you see with animals that come in to your practice? Um, mostly, mostly low back pain, just like everybody else. Uh, if you think about what your animal does, I mean, and, and you pay attention to their behavior. I uh, I tell people I tell people with dogs if you have a dog that gets on the furniture, which of course mine does, because I want her there. She's next, then she can be next to me. Um, but the dog walks up to the couch and goes, "Nah, I'll stay on the floor." That's the time to call the chiropractor. Mm, I see. You have yeah. to watch the behavior. Yeah, Laura. What are some of the behaviors that you hear from the animals? About about when they feel like they need a chiropractor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, well, like, some of the things that they talk about are, um, like, just feeling stiff. You know, like that other, like that dog signing beforehand was feeling stiff in his shoulders. Um, a lot of, like, neck pain and numbness in the side of the face. Like, I always think that, like, maybe the atlas is out then or, um, right. like, jaw or something. Um, but the numbing in the face is actually a big one. Um, and then, you know, just any any animal that complains of having any type of pain, I think it's good for them to have a chiropractic adjustment just to see if they're out of alignment. And I and I don't know about, I mean, Sharon might be able to explain this more, but I always feel that um, that when an animal is out of alignment, that everything can get messed up, like their digestive system, their immune system. Is that right? Absolutely. Absolutely. The, the nerves for your entire body go through your spine, you know, 90% of them. So if, if for example, uh, your, your spinal segments at T3 and T4 are out, the dog might suddenly start coughing or the cat, or um, if they're out at L4, L5, you might have a, a horse with colic. And really all it is, is is they need an adjustment and then everything will flow nice and smoothly. It's it's very common that uh, physical ailments are actually chiropractic in, in humans and in animals. Mm. I and, even had this one border collie once came to me. I might have told this story before. And um, he was, uh, his eye was like enlarged and he was like, he could barely walk and he had a few seizures and um, the vet specialists were saying that they thought that he had a brain tumor, and they were wow. telling his people that they need to euthanize him. And I said, just go to a chiropractor and just, like, humor me and do it, you know? And he did it. And, like, in three days, the dog was walking, and um, he's fine now. It's been years. I, I know for my own dogs. I have a younger dog now, but I had an older dog who every once in a while she would lay down on the floor and look at me and say, I can't walk anymore, it's time. And mm. uh, and I would adjust her and she'd jump up and go, well, that's better, and run off and play and be fine for months. It's it's really important if something suddenly happens to your pet like that, mm. where they suddenly feel, feel seem to be non-functional, to get an adjustment because it can be, and it, that takes care of it so easily. Mm. And so and what do you... What can you adjust? Can you adjust any animal? Uh, I've adjusted, just so far I've only adjusted dogs, cats, and horses. But mm. anything with a spine can be adjusted. Right. So, animals that are angry at you, you might want to you might want to take care of a little differently. But um, I know that, you know, like the large animals at some of the rescue places, they will sedate before adjusted. I haven't done any of those. And I'm just as happy not to have an animal sedated because I want them to feel what's going on. Right, I know exactly what's happening. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because a lot of aggression, one of the number one 
um, reasons why animals are aggressive is because pain in the body. So exactly, I mean that's I've had horse owners call me and say, I don't know what else to do. My very sweet horse now is is nipping, is bucking, is trying to trying to knock me off. And then they adjust them, and then they stop because it absolutely is a, a change in a change in personality is all about pain. The only mm-hmm. way they can let you know is you're not Laura. Mm. <laughs> and, and so what do you feel like people need to do in order, like, so that they go to a chiropractor and they get their animal adjusted, then what do people need to do in order to hold that adjustment to make sure that that adjustment stays? What do you um, suggest to people after the adjustment? Well, if if they've got a real active animal to do anything they can, at least for a day or so, to have them be calm as possible. You have a few exercises that don't involve a lot of jumping. But if you've got a cat or an active dog, there's not a lot you can do about that. They're going to jump up on high things and jump back off again. Uh, If you've got two dogs, they're going to rough and tumble and things happen. But animals hold adjustments better than people do, too. Their their, uh, nervous systems work a little bit differently. One adjustment adjustment will often fix an animal where on a person you might need four or five. Oh. And it'll and it'll hold the animal longer because their nervous systems work differently. Oh, it's interesting. Um, yeah, it's wow. and and also, I mean, the truth is they don't have an emotional attachment to their pain, and people do. <laughs> right. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, you know, animals. Yeah, animals all adjust and they'll just kind of shake off and go, "Well, that's better," and and frolic away because they feel well. Maybe we should learn a little bit from them. <laughs> I know. <laughs> right. We need to learn to shake it off a little bit and just go about it. And, and frolic away, yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I know that my dog, uh, Ventura, went to chiropractic, had adjustments on a regular basis, and that really did say it lengthen his life and, Absolutely. you know, really, yeah, it just really helped him. Uh, where do you work? Where is your practice out of? My practice is in Reseda in in the San Fernando Valley. Uh, I do make house calls. I have a I have a very friendly dog that if someone wants their dog adjusted and to bring them to me, my dog my dog wants them to play with her toys and eat her food because she just loves having company. She is <laughs> extremely gracious about having other dogs in the house. She loves it. But if the dog is is large and they're afraid to move them, I'll I'll make a house call. Okay, and you have a website. It's SharonRosen.com. S H A R O N E R O S E N dot com. Is that correct? That is correct. I, I'll be posting that in the chat room as well. So for all of our oh, listeners, you can you. click on there for the website um, and check out uh, Sharon's website. And okay. And we're going to talk to George today, who's a golden retriever that Sharon has worked on before. And we're going to ask him um, how his body's doing and what he feels about the whole adjustment process. Very good. He's a beautiful golden retriever. I think it was so helpful to me. I was getting cramping all down my back. And I was like a little bit nervous. But she really handled me well. It took a little while to really feel better. But then it started to feel a lot better. And that night I was really tired. <laughs> that's not and unusual. And I slept really well. So is that that's a normal side effect? Yeah, it is for people and for animals. Once they once their bodies relax, they relax, mm-hmm. and often often just go right to sleep because their whole body has has given up the tension, and now they need to sleep it off because it, that takes a, you know you know the the stress of tension takes a lot out of your body, and you just right. need to relax again. Yeah, very. It's a very, very common for them to just completely relax after that and take a nap. Humans too, if they give themselves the time. <laughs> mm. He said he also felt like he had more feeling in his legs after that, and that, that's interesting because that it reminds me that another reason why I send people to chiropractors is or the animals to chiropractors is because they'll talk about tingling in the paws or mm-hmm. tingling um, in the legs. 
the, the other thing that's very important for, for the for the for the um, moms and dads to know is where they see something wrong, like if the animal is limping, what they see is not necessarily where the pain is. So that's another reason that chiropractic is so important because you might end up focusing, focusing, focusing on their left hip because they're limping and the problem is halfway up their back that they're limping because it takes the stress off the back. Right. And it has nothing to do with their leg or their paws. You know, there are a lot of things that can be going on and it's not the sight of pain. That what you see is the symptom, so it's it's real important to really pay attention. And so, can I ask you also about vets? Like, how do you feel? Because what's interesting to me is that you know, of course, some vets are very into chiropractic work, but I found that a lot of vets also shoo shoo it. You know, they say like it won't really help, and sometimes I get really frustrated because I feel like it can really help a client, but their vet is telling them no. So, what do you say? Oh to people who are up against that problem? I tell them that if, if you would like a vet that understands what it's what it does, uh, there are plenty of veterinarians who do, and maybe I, you'd like a referral to a different vet. Mm. Because you have plenty of veterinarians completely understand. I get I get referrals from veterinarians all the time. One of, one of my best ones is, is a horse story. Uh, the vet was completely frustrated because they could not figure out what was with this horse, and that's where I really understood that the animals, the, the sight of the of the symptom and the cause of the problem is totally different. This horse was dragging his back feet. He wouldn't pick up his toes. And the vet came out and, and felt and pushed and prodded and listened, and then they brought out the x-ray machine, and they took x-rays of his hips. And they brought out the farrier, and they changed his horseshoes, and nothing helped. And the, the vet threw up his hands and said, here, call the chiropractor. And when I came out and examined him, the problem was his neck hurt. And mm. by dragging his feet, he didn't bob his, bob his head up and down. Mm. And as soon, as soon as I adjusted his neck, he walked fine because he had nothing to do with his hips and his legs. But it's just like, you know, sometimes if you've got a pain, you're going to walk funny to try to not put stress on the spot of the pain. And right. somebody may ask you why you're limping, and it has nothing to do with your foot. It has to do with your arm. Mm. <laughs> so it's, so that's who understand. Uh, are are completely for chiropractic and recommend all the time. If you've got a vet that says it's nonsense, then you need a different vet. Mm. Yeah. Just like with a I medical mean, doctor. Yeah, I mean, I do have a vet that thinks it's nonsense. I just don't. I tell him, but, you know, I still use him for other things. <laughs> well, <that's So>. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, what I is if you're happy with your bed, I want you to stay with your bed. Yeah. So yeah. you might as well try it and then see if it works. It's not like an invasive an invasive thing, so Oh no, not at all. Right. So I think that people should, you know, especially if your vet or someone whoever is telling you to euthanize your animal, it's like at least give it a try. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. yeah. I agree exactly. with you. Yeah. Well, thank and, you so uh, and much. Another thing, one, other, one other big point is yeah. that um, most large dogs, if the vet tells you it's hip dysplasia and hasn't taken an x-ray, in all, most big dogs do not have true hip dysplasia. They have low back pain. Mm. So it's, yeah. An x-ray will confirm if it's true hip dysplasia, but if they give you the diagnosis without an x-ray, go to a chiropractor. Okay. Yeah, that's that's great advice. I know that's what Laura always tells everyone whenever they have an <laughs> issue. She says, she says, oh, just go to the chiropractor, because a lot of the times it's true. They are having, you know, pain. So, yeah. well, thank you so much, Sharon, for being on our show. And, uh, again, everyone, uh, especially those of you who live in Southern California, uh, SharonRosen.com, S-H-R-O-N-E, R-O-S-E-N dot com and check out her website and I'll definitely be giving you a call uh, for my animals and coming over to your place so uh, I'll be calling you soon. Okay. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. We'll see you soon. Thanks, Sharon. Okay. Bye. 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 That's so awesome. Oh, can you hear me, Laura? Is everything getting okay? 
Yeah, just for a while there, it sounded like you both were underwater, so I, I missed the last little bit. Yeah, Sorry about you know that. what? We're having a little bit of uh, audio problems. There have been people in the chat room saying that it sounds a little funky and echoey or something, too. So I don't know, I don't know why, but, you know, with this Internet radio, sometimes things get a little wonky and there's... You know, we'll kind of have to live with it. So, sorry, everyone. Please be patient with us. We'll do our best to, to make it better. Um, let's go to a caller, shall we? Yes, let's. Yes, let's. Okay, we have Mizu on the line. Hello, Mizu. Hi. Hi. Tell us about your pet. Okay. Hi, Laura. My name is Mizu. I have a cat. She is four-year-old gray Toby cat. And she only drinks water from the faucet. So I want oh. her to drink from the bowl. So what can I do it? How can I oh. do it? So let's ask her why that is. Maybe you should yeah. give her one of Have you seen those cat drinking fountains? That drinking? Yeah, they make these pet drinking fountains that you can plug in and they filter the water. Mm-hmm. And you can buy them at most pet stores. Okay. Like Petco, and that might solve both of your issues. <laughs> you know, because oh, okay. then she has circulating water. But let's ask her why. Why is she only wanting to drink out of the faucet, and how come she won't drink out of her bowl, right? Okay. And right. Thank you. Do you have a bowl for her? Yeah, we do. But she share with other cats. Oh, okay. That might be it. But let's ask her. Hold on. Thanks. What's her name again? Did you say her name? Ochata. Ochata. Okay. Ochata. I don't like how it gets warm. Oh, okay. It gets a really weird tasting warm. Is it in the sunlight? Oh, no, it's in the kitchen. It's not in the and sunlight. So so the sun doesn't hit it in the kitchen? No. Okay, hold on. It tastes funny out of there. Oh. I've tried it. Uh-huh. And I don't like it. What um what is it in? Is it in like a ceramic or a stainless? It's in ceramic. Yeah, you might want to change it to glass and see if that changes. Okay. Yeah, like, and, like, you can also do, like, just, like, a people glass so it's Mm -hmm. taller. Right. Sometimes people drink out of that more, you know, rather than having Mm -hmm. to stick their head all the way down. But I'm going to ask her if it bothers her neck at all this. Okay. Well, my neck doesn't hurt, she says. Mm -hmm. It's the taste. I don't like the taste. Oh. The water that comes out of the faucet is fun to drink. Uh. <laughs> I like the feeling of it on my tongue. <laughs> she says she likes it when you kind of play with her tail a little bit. Oh, it does. <laughs> <laughs> I like the kind of treats that come in an orange bag. Are those the greenies? Are they greenies? Do you feed her those? What's orange bag? Sorry. Yeah, like treats, she was saying. Treat. Treat and orange. Do you feed her greenies, the cat treats? Sometimes. Sometimes we'll give her treats. Yeah. She wants treats out of a bag. I think it's an orange bag. I think we have one. Okay. <laughs> and I have one more question. And we have Ada Kitty, and then Ojata seems doesn't like her. She's so mean to her. Why mm. so she mean she's mean to her? And which cat is that? Can you tell me what she looks like? She's a caracal cat. She's three years old, female, and long hair.
I don't like her because her head stares at me. Oh. And when I'm walking, I see her looking at me. Oh. And she has bigger eyes than any cat I know. Oh. And sometimes she stinks up the litter box. <laughs> oh. Okay, they share the litter box, too. So um, I think what we should tell her, and this is for all animals that don't get along, is mm-hmm. to remind them that everyone in the house is family, and they're really, really lucky that everyone is, is in the family and that everyone is loved mm-hmm. and that everyone is loved for different reasons and that mm-hmm. they should um, blink their eyes, lick mm-hmm. and yawn and look away from one another. And so calico might be staring at her because she's mean to the calicos, and she might Mm -hmm. so she might have big eyes because she's nervous. And so talk to remind them to talk with their body language and with their Mm -hmm. mind. Okay. And to be friendly. Be friendly to one another. Great. (laughs) Thank you so much for calling me, Zoom. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Lola. Sure. Good to talk to you. Good to talk to you. Uh, so that's another thing we should uh, mention real quick before going on to our next caller is uh, what are the calming signals? Again, I know we're just going to beat everyone down with this, but this is so important. So let's it, talk it, about that again. So, so uh, calming signals are body language that animals use to calm themselves, communicate with other animals, and they also use these body language signals to communicate with people as well. I believe that every single animal owner or animal person should know these and know them well. They are blinking of the eyes, looking and looking away, licking the mouth, like licking their own mouth, yawning, sniffing the ground, coming to you on an arc, sitting down, lying down, shaking, like they're shaking off a lot of stress or excitement. You'll see that after a big play session or a big barking frenzy. Stretching, where they're doing like that down dog pose. Um, Or looking at a shoulder, cats do, chewing, rabbits and horses do. And um, so we love these signals. We want these animals to be doing these signals at all times. Anyone who has an aggressive animal needs to teach their animals to do them when, right when their animal is aggressive or before their animal gets aggressive. So, or anyone that has a fearful animal should also teach their animal to do these, these signals. Then also, lack of calming. Oh, so are, whenever they do those, praise them. Is that right? Exactly, yeah. Whenever they do those signals, praise them. Okay. Yeah. Got it. It's, am I going on too long about them? I could go on forever. Cause, <laughs> um, I have to say lack of no. calming, too, because that's important. So yeah. lack of calming is closing of the mouth, leaning on the front paws, staring, um, and then from there it goes into into any form of aggression or fear behavior. And a lot of times people will tell me that they have cats or other animals that are scratching them or biting them and there was no warning. I don't buy it. There was always a warning. You just didn't catch it. Mm-hmm. And so what could be happening is you're petting your animal and you get to a sore hip or a sore knee and the cat stares at you and closes their mouth and stares at you or stares off into another direction sort of saying, hey, that hurts me and you don't get it, and you keep petting, then the animal has every right to go into a scratch or a or a, um, mm-hmm. or a right. hit or whatever it is. Yeah, and so it's important to recognize those, and when you see those, we, okay, this is like a test for me. So whenever I see that happening, I can look or look away or stop touching and doing, stepping away, whatever it is, or if my animal is starting to, uh, you know, if I'm with a dog and it's staring at another dog, maybe distracting them or taking them out of that situation might be a good idea. Is that yes, correct? Yes, exactly. And then also telling them, blink mm-hmm. your eyes, look yeah. away, 
lit mm-hmm. and yawn, and you can do those signals yourself. Mm-hmm. When my when my wolf dog came to me, she didn't know any of those signals, and I mm-hmm. did more licking and blinking of my eyes to mm-hmm. get her to know them. So, yeah. You must have looked funny. I probably did. I didn't care. I was <laughs> I know. I can hear that now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm just joking. Let's take a call. Um, 0114-0114, you are on the air. Tell us about your animal. Hi. Hello? Yeah, tell us about your animal. Um, He's lucky. He's 19 months old, um, bicolor, black and tan, German Shepherd puppy. Uh, I was just wondering, how did he get sick? Uh, what kind of sick is he? Is he sick still? No. And what was what were his symptoms? What was happened to him? Um, he threw up blood. He threw up blood. Yes. When was that? Uh, last week. Okay, so we want to ask him why did he throw up blood last week? No. Okay, you can ask that, but I also want to know how did he get sick? Like, what caused yes. it? Yeah, yeah, like, what caused you to throw up blood last week? Yes, uh-huh. Yeah, I like to ask them, like, exactly that, because if we go in and, and I just say, like, what meant you, like, this is good for everybody to know about how to phrase questions with, like, me when I'm talking to the other animals, because when we when I say to an animal, like, how, like what made you get sick, right, I, in my head, don't have any sense of what sick means when I say that. And so, like, I could make my own sort of uh, ideas about that. I could think that sick means stomachache. I could think that sick means, you know, uh, like shaking, fever-like. And so then I could say the wrong thing to the pet, and then the pet could give me an answer for, like, something that happened really long ago or... So it's really good to say exactly, like, what the sickness is so that I can ask him or, like, like really give me details on what exactly you want me to ask. Does that make sense? Right. I, yeah. So, he, yeah. so uh, do you know what made you throw up uh, blood last week? Yeah, I do. I ate this stringy thing, and I probably shouldn't have. It was like a stringy thing by the door. Did he eat like a corner of a mat or something? Um, he could have. Yeah, because after I chewed it, I felt it go down my throat. And it was scratchy. But I have to tell you it's okay because I feel better now. So him eating the stringy thing made him throw up blood? That's what he thinks. And so sometimes, you know, he's a puppy. He's uh, 10 months still. So, you know, 19 months you said? Yes. Yeah. So I think pretty much that he would know what made him throw up blood, but they're just kind of like us. Like maybe, you know, it could be something physically else that's going on inside of him that he can't medically diagnose, but that he relates it to that. Like he feels like it happened shortly after he ate the stringy thing. Mm. Okay. Wait, he's thinking of. What am I thinking of? No, he says he wants to say that he loves training. Training? Yeah, it's so much fun. I like to learn how to listen. My mom's teaching me how to look at her. Is that true? Mm-mm. No? No. You're not teaching him how to look at you? Look at me? No. Yeah, like follow your direction, like watch you. Before? Huh? Okay. Um, all right. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for calling. Uh, let's real quick uh, go to our next caller. Um, we only have a few minutes left, left so this is going to be real quick. 
Uh, so if we can keep it quick, 5886, 5886. Quickly, who is your animal? Yes, that's you. <laughs> My animal is a 13-year-old um, short-haired white cat named Tasha. And what I was wondering is if she had any information for me, like any messages for me. Oh, okay. Her name is Tasha, and she's short-haired white cat. What color eyes does she have? Green. Okay, hold on. And she is deaf. Well, that's okay. I want to tell my dad, one, that I love him. And I think it's good when you do stretching. Okay. There's something about the way you talk to me that makes me feel really special. There's this idea that you have in your head and the best way to really work it out and the best is to go for a walk and work it out. Okay. The other thing that I want to tell you I like to have sunlight and plants in the house. Do you have them now? Do you have anything that's hanging? Anything that's hanging? Yeah, like a hanging plant. We have a couple of them. Oh, you do? The hanging plants? Yeah. Did you say yeah. something about the hanging plants? Are they near a window? Yes, they are. And are they healthy? Are they doing well? Yes, they are. Let me ask her what exactly she's trying to say about that, about that area, because she's saying something about that area. Um, I have an idea of why. Yeah? Mm-hmm. She says she wants a clean blanket and some toys there, too. It looks like underneath them. Is there something else going on there? You don't have to share if you don't want to. But... I'm sorry, what was that? Oh, I said, is there, does she usually lie there? No, no, she doesn't usually. Oh, That's off limits, looks... actually. Oh, it's off limits. It's our counter. Yeah, it's our counter. Oh, it's the counter. Oh, so she's saying she wants, like, a towel and some toys to lie there. Can you make her another place where she can lie in the sun and have, like, a plant over her and look out a window? Yeah, we can, in the backyard. Yeah, I think she wants a place inside, though, for that. All right. We don't have a lot of sunlight, but we probably could figure mm-hmm. something out. You don't, yeah, see if you can figure something out. Sweet little thing. Oh, she really feels, um, the other thing about her that's interesting is she feels so much like, um, like so connected to you, but she feels, um, almost like she could say more, but she doesn't want to tell your secret. She doesn't want to be too personal. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cute. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for calling in. If you could possibly tell her that we love her. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank well, you. Me... And thanks again for letting me uh, give you guys a call. Dad, I love you a lot. And I know you love me. Because you treat me so special. Thank you. Ideas are best when you walk them out. She keeps saying that. It's interesting because she's telling you to stretch and to walk. So it's like you think the best if you stretch and you walk. Okay. I don't know if that's true for you. Is that true for you, do you think? I do stretch quite a bit, actually, in the mornings. (laughs) Oh, you do? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. 
I used oh, to walk so... more, not as much. Oh, she's telling you to get out and walk then. <laughs> oh, she's so sweet. Well, she thank is. you so thanks so much, and thank you, Tasha, for calling in. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Oh, Tasha's so cute. I know she's so cute. She reminds me of this sweet little princess. Oh, you know, I I like it when our animals tell us exactly what they want. <laughs> because then I feel like, oh, okay, that's 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 all you you know, like I know that could be hard for some people, but for me it's like, oh, okay, you could put this thing in the window and a plant and you're going to be happy. Great. I could do that. <laughs> you know. It's awesome. <laughs> I know. So, yeah, the other day I was talking to a client and they were asking me, like, what they could do to make the dog's life better. And the dog was saying over and over again of what it could do, you know. It was like, like, take me for more walks and feed me this kind of food. And I had all these ideas, but the, the owner still wanted more, more. And it was so funny. It was like the dog was like, I'm actually pretty simple. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true. They don't always need that much. They don't. Yeah. I know. Like, you have told me plenty of times, like, certain animals, you know, that live at my house, like, what they want. And it's, like, so easy. It's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. So let's go to our words of wisdom with who shall we speak with today? Does is Storm feeling like it, or does he want to share his spotlight with others, or what's he thinking? Here, let's do Bean. You want to do my bunny? <gasps> bean, yes, I love Bean. Yeah, okay. Let me ask Bean. What are what okay. is the bean, bean is Laura's special bunny. Um, she's black, and she had was uh she was found on the side of the road actually and then at one point Laura had someone else adopt it but then Bean called her and Laura had to fly all the way across the country to pick Bean up. Isn't that right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah Bean, I got her a home with with a friend of mine and then like nine months later, year later, she was unhappy. So she's like she's like, Come and get me I just fly back to New York to come and get her. <laughs> so, Bean, what do you have to say? Well, Traveler, she says that when you find somebody that you love, stay with them. Mm. And Thanks. I mean that to people and animals. Yeah. That's a great word, words of wisdom. And I should never have been given away. <laughs> hey, that's kind of like what we were talking about. How funny that she is. She's still, she's still so mad at me for giving her away. Still, it's been years. I know, and we've done so much to make up for it. She's still so not happy about it. Oh, Bean, you have like everything any bunny could want. Like, no, seriously, everybody should know what she has in her pen right now. She yes, has tell us. A- she has a chair, okay, like a literally a real chair that she can hang out and lie on and lie under. She has a tunnel. She has a cardboard castle that she's always reconstructing. She has hay. She has three plants, her litter box, and food and water, and her own carpet. Yeah, she has, like, her own little, like, super special area that's pretty awesome and I think any animal would be happy in that little spot so well we call it Bean's room because she she takes up the whole room really yeah so Bean you should be happy I mean I know she's happy but like you shouldn't be mad (laughs) she's not mad she's happy right Bean good and Bunny festivals in a couple of weeks which we're very excited about where is that that's in Santa Barbara at the Sunken Gardens. Everybody should come and see me. Ooh, I'll come. Yeah, I'll talk more about it next week. Okay, awesome. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening to the Pet Psychic Radio Show. Go to thepetpsychic.com, thepetpsychic.com, for more information on Laura Sinchfield, The Pet Psychic. You can also like us on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash petpsychicradio. So check us out. You can email us at 
PetPsychicRadio at gmail.com. See you next week. Bye, everybody. Talk to your animals. She can talk to the animals.